Welcome to Microsoft Entra, the podcast, otherwise known as episode 343 of the Microsoft Cloud IT Pro podcast. See, we can rename things too. This episode was recorded live on July 14th, 2023. It's a show about Microsoft 365 and Azure from the perspective of IT pros and end users, where we discuss a topic or recent news and how it relates to you. Today, I'm sure you've already guessed what we're talking about. The great rename of Azure Active Directory, or Azure AD, to Microsoft Entra ID, or MEID, not to be confused with Mobile Equipment Identifier. Anyways, on today's show, we talk about all about the rename, what got renamed, what stays the same, what's confusing, and our overall general opinion on the topic. Hope you enjoy the show. I did not update to Sonoma. I have (laughs) abstained from Sonoma and kept my commitment to myself. I have thought about it with my laptop because it's just a random machine, but I have not done it yet. You are not allowed to do any betas. Remember, that's the agreement that we have. Yes. No more betas for me. No more betas. Is there an autopilot for Discord live streaming? Stability. There should be. (laughs) All of it. Except that it's not Microsoft. Oh no, Copilot. You mean Copilot for Discord live streaming or Autopilot? I don't know. We could use both. <laughs> oh, anyways, aside from Apple updates and all that, you know what else changed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> fun stat for you. How many times is Azure Active Directory mentioned in Microsoft documentation? And documentation, I'm thinking, you know, not just Docs like learn.microsoft.com. Learn.microsoft.com. Training certifications, uh, Microsoft QA, you know, like like the official QA support forum, reference articles, you know, like the API reference articles, things like that. Yeah. So we have some guesses. We have some guesses in Discord. 42. Haha, <laughs> funny, Sean. It is the answer to everything. Pirate Tomsky said 25,000. Pirate, you are. You're not even close. Keep going. (laughs) You need to, we shouldn't leave our listeners that are listening to this debating too long. Oh, Scott posted it. Almost 2 million, 1,539,000. How do you have one more than me in six? (laughs) I have 1,539,000 or 1,539,005. Apparently someone just added one more reference. Yeah. Even though (laughs) Azure Active Directory is no more, Scott. Azure Active Directory has been officially replaced with Entra something. (laughs) I'm going to start with this. All hail Entra. (laughs) Here it is. I'm going to start out with this. The news article, if I can find it here, announcing new innovations. I have way too many tabs open. Essentially, Microsoft's product announcement around this was that Microsoft or Azure Active Directory is becoming Entra ID. Microsoft, Microsoft Entra, Entra ID. ID. You got to make sure you get the full thing in there. Yes. You got to make sure I get Microsoft. So I want to take some initial beef with just this because I don't even know where I want to start with this. <laughs> it's Microsoft Entra ID, but if you go look at everything else, so there's a bunch of references out there. This has been my question around a lot of this. What is hybrid? Azure Active Directory become? What does all these other products essentially turn into? 
And nobody is replacing Azure Active Directory with these in these product names with Entra ID. They're always replacing it with Entra. I think this should be that Azure AD was renamed Entra or Azure AD was absorbed into Entra. And now the portion of Entra where you manage users is called Entra ID. Doesn't make as flashy of a headline, but that's kind of my initial takeaway with this. I think the easiest way to think about it is maybe like, let's take a step back. So there's an article out on Docs, which is called, helpfully titled, New Name for Azure Active Directory. I think if you take that, like, let's just start right there. Like, okay, there's a new name for Azure Active Directory, and that is Azure Active Directory, coming fully under the Entra brand, which we kind of knew, right? Like Entra was this identity suite and suite of security, identity-focused security products and, and things like that. And now Azure AD is becoming Microsoft Entra ID. As a part of coming in to Entra ID, it's an opportunity to go back and clean up potentially some of those other things that you talked about. So for something like an Azure AD joined client, you can just become an Entra joined client. Even though, like, yes, you are a technically a Microsoft Entra ID joined thing. <laughs> I don't know if this gives like more flexibility down the line. I imagine it does. Like if you ever want to move away from that functionality or disambiguate it from what was the identity provider. I don't know how you do that at this point and disentangle those two things, but whatever happens. So thankfully licensing stays the same for the most part. Like you can take the phrase Azure Active Directory. And uh, so say you had like an Azure Active Directory premium P1 license. Now you have a Microsoft Entra ID P1 license or a Microsoft Entra ID P2 license. Where it starts to get weird is in some of the things that leave licensing land. And that's things like, well, I had an Azure Active Directory tenant, and now my Azure Active Directory tenant is a Microsoft Entra tenant, not an ID tenant. It's just an Entra tenant, which if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because, hey, as, as a holistic, like, you know, big thing that sits on top of it, like, I kind of get it. And at the same time, I kind of don't. Marketing is going to market. Like, we said this a whole bunch in the past. And this, like, initiative, like, if you just take a step back and you go, like, okay, like, what's going on? Like, this is really a rename. Like, we'll put aside the new functionality announcements because like there is net new stuff there or things I think that people have been potentially sitting on until this was coming. But Azure AD to Microsoft Entry ID is just totally a, a rename and the same exact thing. One of the clearest explanations I've seen of this, not surprising, does not exist inside of Microsoft documentation. It is John Savile over on YouTube once again. I would recommend everybody just go watch that, where I think he breaks it down very clearly, like, it was this, 
And now it's this, and there's literally no new functionality there. And if you want to learn about the new functionality, he does have another video that's much longer. I think like his one on the rename is like four or five minutes. It's pretty short. And then he's got like a 50 minute to follow it up on, hey, here's the things that are changing in the stack as Microsoft enters the SSE space and tries to play a little bit more over there. So we shall see. This does have like I think wide reaching ramifications just on the documentation side. So back to hey there's 1.5 million mentions of that across all these various properties. You know there's 143 144k entries just across learn.microsoft.com which is like you know official docs put aside like learn materials and all the units and and things like that. So all of that branding effort has to go on first, and there's no immediate or downstream impact to existing properties. So if you have existing commandlets, you have SDKs, like, oh, you're over here using the Microsoft Graph, and Microsoft Graph creates users in what was Azure Active Directory, and it's now Microsoft Entry AD, like, the graph endpoints do not change. The name of those endpoints do not change. The SDKs do not change. PowerShell doesn't change. Anything like that. I would preface, I guess I would like amend that to say those do not change today. <laughs> Who knows what happens in the future as some of this comes around. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be renames in other places and other things that are going to have to bleed into client tooling, SDKs, APIs, all that kind of stuff. But this is purely a front. Do you really think so, though? It'll have to in some ways. Like, But look at PowerShell. So look at PowerShell for Teams, where it still has... CS in there, which was what Microsoft Communication Services, which like predated Link, and they still haven't updated some of that stuff. I see some places that will. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is driven by uh, <laughs> like there's this weird line. There's the way things are named publicly. And there's the way that users have been consuming those things if they've been in market for some time. I'm on the Azure side, right? I, I work in Azure storage. I'm RPM for all of our SDKs and our client tools like AZ Copy, things like that. Like I am very sensitive to putting customers in a position where they have to take any kind of a breaking change. And Sometimes, like us changing a method name is a major deal for a customer and it's a breaking change. So we bend over backwards not to do that. And sometimes that's at the expense of leaving the old names and things in there. Like you just don't want to break every PowerShell script out there. You don't want to break, say, like, you know, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Terraform and that it has an Azure AD Terraform provider inside of it. Like, you don't want to break that. Like, that stuff's in market and it's ready to go. So, old stuff, like, no, but new stuff, I, you know, I think it's certainly in play. Absolutely. As long as it's not confusing to customers. Like, you can't start mixing commandlets or API names, like, in the same space for the same piece of functionality. But if there's something net new, like all this SSE stuff, so, sorry, uh, security service edge stuff, SSE. When you're playing over on that side, you know that's an opportunity to start to go down a different path, and you really don't have to worry about like disambiguating anything because it's just the way it was. So you're kind of all set. I have a question for you. Like end of the day, my lights all broke in my office. 
Should they have done this? What do you think about, aside from all of that, I'm curious and I have my thoughts on just the actual rename itself as good choice, bad choice. What's your opinion on just, yeah, the straight up rename? (laughs) So Pirate in the chat says he agrees with it. He likes it. He doesn't like Azure Active Directory. Because it wasn't AD in the cloud. I never liked Azure Active Directory either, right? Like, like especially compared to other cloud identity providers, like SAML-based identity providers uh, that are out there. So, you know, you've got like the Octas of the world and and things like that that exist. You've got Oracle IDM. Like, there's a whole bunch yep. of other stuff that was in market, and it didn't carry the baggage of Active Directory as part of the name coming through with it. So, I think that's good. Now, same token, like people have been saying this should have never been called this since basically the day it was released and it's been in market for years and years and years and years. So the time to do this was a long time ago. The time to do this was not, you know, so many years into the product. I think that's my take. Like, you know, uh, my opinion, this is all me, but like marketing marketed and that's it. We'll see what comes next on top of it. I'm similar to you. I never liked the name either, especially, like you said, six or seven years ago when everybody was comparing Azure Active Directory to Active Directory on-prem. People were just coming out of on-prem. They were coming to the cloud. They were like, oh, now we have Azure Active Directory. And it's like, yeah, but it doesn't do GPOs. It doesn't have OUs. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. It's not Active Directory. It's identity in Azure. (laughs) If you want to talk about Active Directory in Azure, you have to talk about Azure Active Directory Domain Services or Azure AD DS. Absolutely. It is was confusing. It still is confusing. But to your point, and I'm the same way, a lot of people have gotten used to it. They should have made it a different name eight years ago, nine years ago when it first came out. It never should have been Azure AD initially. Now that it is, it just feels... I'll be okay with it, but it just makes the overhead to it so much greater. Like, for instance, we talked about Learn and the documentation there, 1.5 million references. Like, you even think about all the articles about how to do this or how to do that or like YouTube videos, blog posts that I've written. If I go search Google, no, I was searching Bing. If I search Bing for Azure AD and I put it in quotes, I get 58.8 million results. If I go search for Azure Active Directory, I get 2.9 million results. I mean, there's not, beyond just what Microsoft did, there's a lot of how-to articles, YouTube videos, blog posts that are all Azure Active Directory. Now, I imagine on the back end, maybe some of these search engines can make some tweaks so that Entra ID starts returning Azure Active Directory. That ain't happening. <laughs> like like Google's not Google's not doing that, right? Like it's 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 not a thing. It's it's going to take time. And I, I think so one of the interesting things I saw that came out as Kind of, I'll have to see. I don't remember if it's in the articles we have here. I actually saw somebody basically come out and say, like, "Hey, 
we're going to need the help of content creators <laughs> to get the word out on this one, <laughs> which I thought was super interesting. Uh, you don't see that a whole lot. Like It's not something that Microsoft can push out on its own. It's going to take a long time. And probably for folks who listen to podcasts like this or you know they watch John Savile's YouTube channel, things like that, that want to stay up to date on it, like frankly, like you're part of the marketing engine for this stuff, right? Like I, I know lots of folks are consultants, they work in market, they influence decisions, and they talk to people in their organizations. Like you're going to be boots on the ground to get this stuff done, get this stuff done. Yeah. And that's, that's the reality of it. So, so like it's out there. It is what it is. The ship is going to sail, already has, right? It's left port. <laughs> so the great rename begins and then we all kind of get used to it. And, you know, you're still going to have confusing things in there, I think. So I'll go back to, like, you and I were chatting about this earlier, because there's a bunch of nuance to some of these things. Like, back in that new name for Azure Active Directory article, they actually talk about what's not going to be renamed as well. So there's a bunch of existing properties, like Microsoft Graph stays Microsoft Graph, MSOL, the, the Microsoft Authentication Library, that still stays as MSOL, Graph PowerShell, still Graph PowerShell. On-premises Active Directory, so Windows Active Directory, I guess Windows Server Active Directory, and anything associated with that stays the same. So things like ADFS, Azure or Active Directory Domain Services, and uh, no Active Directory Federation Services, and then you've got Active Directory Domain Services, which is ADDS. Those stay the same because those are just on-prem Active Directory. There's this thing in Azure which is called Azure Active Directory Domain Services which is going to be renamed to Microsoft Entra Domain Services, which, funny enough, the perfect product to call Azure Active Directory, Active Directory. would be what is running domain services as a PaaS service. Right? Like, that was the great opportunity that was missed here. But uh, whatever. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> do you feel overwhelmed by trying to manage your Office 365 environment? Are you facing unexpected issues that disrupt your company's productivity? Intelligent is here to help. Much like you take your car to the mechanic that has specialized knowledge on how to best keep your car running, Intelligent helps you with your Microsoft Cloud environment because that's their expertise. Intelligent keeps up with the latest updates in the Microsoft Cloud to help keep your business running smoothly and ahead of the curve. Whether you are a small organization with just a few users up to an organization of several thousand employees, they want to partner with you to implement and administer your Microsoft Cloud technology. Visit them at intelligent.com slash podcast. That's I-N-T-E-L-L-I-G-I-N-K dot com slash podcast for more information or to schedule a 30-minute call to get started with them today. Remember, Intelligent focuses on the Microsoft Cloud so you can focus on your business. Other one that's going to be a little strange in this is Azure Active Directory B2C. And that one's called out in here under experiences that aren't impacted. And this one's interesting to me. And then it says Azure Active Directory B2C will continue to be available as an Azure service, which this one is kind of funny too, because when you go create an Azure AD B2C instance, it creates another tenant. And if you go to that tenant, it literally says Azure Active Directory, and it's just 
different functionality. But I think this is going to be available as a service only for a limited amount of time because you start digging through the documentation and there's this article out there that talks about planning for customer identity and access management, which has a lot of the similar things to Azure B2C in terms of like federating with Facebook or federating with Google and building your apps on top of this customer identity and access management. And there's also all these articles about Microsoft Entra external ID public preview that's developer centric. And there's other articles too. And I think it's maybe in one of the blog posts where it does start talking about this Microsoft Entra external ID. It's the customer identity. It's like that thing that has five different names. Well, Azure AD B2C is going to exist as a service for now. If you start reading through all this different documentation and looking at it, it appears that it is going to go away and it's going to get absorbed. It's going to evolve into this Microsoft Entra external ID. I think it's staying as a service because they're not doing a rename and keeping the service the same, it wouldn't appear, is that eventually I would guess, and this is just pure speculation on my part, that we're going to see that service deprecated and all of the functionality moved into a new product called some form of Microsoft Entra external ID customer identity something or other. I don't know. It's <laughs> it, it, it's it's tough. So yeah, somebody in the chat said Microsoft Entra ID B two C. It's like no, there's no plans for that. <laughs> it, it's it's still going to be Azure Active Directory B two C. Um, which. Uh, I get it. Like it's in Azure SKU. So I guess that was another weird thing about Azure Active Directory. Azure Active Directory, you know, it's one of those things that maybe wasn't even best served by ever being like managed out of the Azure portal and things like that. Like, because it is this disconnected identity provider for multiple things. You know, it's your identity provider for all your Microsoft 365 workloads, your Office 365 stuff, and your Azure stuff. Like it's it's the glue that holds them all together. So Azure Active Directory B2C as like an Azure service would make sense. The problem is it really like is a bunch of functionality that lives in the Azure Active the Microsoft Entry ID portal. So it's just like crazy confusing when you're browsing around and trying to figure those things out and hop between directories and tenants and all of that stuff, right? Like one of the most confusing things, I think, like putting on like my trainer hat, like back when I was an MCT and and actively training, when the AZ-104 came out, like when that uh, was a new Azure exam and got revamped, I was one of the authors for the AZ-104 exam. And I wrote a couple of chapters in the Microsoft Press book. So I wrote the chapters on Azure Active Directory and RBAC. 
And that was an interesting thing to go through because I spent a whole bunch of my career as a trainer explaining to customers like, oh, great, you're a Microsoft 365 customer. Congrats, you're an Azure customer as well because you have this thing called Azure Active Directory, which just gets you into the Azure ecosystem even though it's not really an Azure product. Right? It's, it's always been a confusing thing. So, you know, like four or five years from now, this is probably a different conversation and maybe it all starts to like get rationalized out and make more sense. Like, I'm all about like make it easier and make it more simple. It's just going to be super confusing for a while, like while we bounce back and forth between these things. Yeah, one hundred percent. Trying to think, there was another one, another resource I found too that helps out here. And have you seen this ID Power Toys website before? I had never seen this one until you pulled it out and showed it to me. So we should put this in the chat for everybody too. So if you go to idpowertoys.com, there's a couple of things out there. And one of them is a link to a mind map that they already created. Uh, but the other thing I didn't know, I'd never seen this before, I didn't even know it existed, is this conditional access documenter. I don't know if you fired this thing up. It's actually like pretty cool. <laughs> it is. Sean and I have played around with this a little bit before. But yeah, somebody at Microsoft has started putting together this ID power tools. It Oh, it's just Merrill on Twitter. He's a product manager at Microsoft. It's the same guy, Scott, that created um, the cmd.ms <laughs> extension. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. He's a PM in Azure AD. I should try and get him on the show someday too. I bet he'd be willing to come over here. You should. He is very active on on uh, Mastodon. He he toots a lot over there too. So yes, but this Microsoft Entra mind map one it has helped with a little bit of the naming of all this. So it kind of gives you Microsoft Entra and then all the different things that it breaks off into. And I'm curious. Like, is this Microsoft Entra ID going to cause, and this made me think of it, especially when I looked at this, new naming challenges? Because we've already talked about how people are shortening Entra ID to Entra. But if you go look in Entra, you now have Microsoft Entra External ID, Microsoft Entra ID Governance, Microsoft Entra Verified ID, Microsoft Entra Workload ID, Microsoft Entra ID, which was formerly known as Azure AD, Microsoft Entra ID protection. Like, there's a lot of Microsoft Entra IDs and variations on that naming. So, you're really now going to have to be careful, not when you talk about Azure AD or Azure ADDS or Azure A or just ADDS, is Entra ID. Like, you need to make sure you're talking about the right portion of Microsoft Entra or the right <laughs> ID within Microsoft Entra because Microsoft Entra Verified ID is very different from Microsoft Entra ID, which is very different from Microsoft Entra External ID. Those three in particular. There's a lot of IDs for your IDs, basically. <laughs> yeah, but this mind map does kind of break out, okay, Microsoft Entra is all these different components of Microsoft Entra. What's in each one, whether it's all your users, groups, devices for Entra ID or conditional access technically falls under either Microsoft Entra ID protection if it's risk-based or I saw it on here somewhere. Entra, 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 Microsoft Entra workload ID is workload conditional access policies. Like, 
stuff is kind of moving around and shifting. And even as you navigate through the portal, having this mind map up in front of you to know where you need to go for these different services could be a helpful thing to have because I have gone into Entra and not been able to find stuff before. So it's kind of all shifting. You and I spend time in there and we both pulled it up the other day. Like we, we tried to think about how we were going to talk about this and we couldn't really find a way to do it because we started with, well, let's do the thing where we just pull up and share a web browser. We kind of look at it and we go through it and you start talking about it and you can't do it because it just spiders off in so many different directions. And oh, hey, if you click the link over there on the left for this thing, it takes you over to this thing that was really on the right. But now it's not on the right. It's down at the bottom of the page. So go look at that. And this thing is called ID, but don't forget about that other thing. It's a lot. We'll see where it all bakes out. For folks that are sitting here and they're going like, oh my gosh, like why is this happening? And like, it really is like a find and replace exercise. I think if you just like, take a step back and kind of like think about it. Like this is a big renaming exercise right now. The hard part's going to come later, <laughs> I think, <laughs> when, when all the other stuff kind of catches up behind it. And we'll see what all that looks like. At least it's done this way. I, the Entra thing is going to get even more confusing. So there were some new product announcements that came out along the way too. So earlier I mentioned the whole security service edge thing, which is traditionally space that Microsoft hasn't played in like super heavily, or at least hasn't gone after kind of the the folks who are in that you know upper right quadrant if you look at like Gartner Magic Quadrants and things like that for Security Service Edge. So this all kind of screams like, hey, this is a play to get in there. So now you've got like Entra Internet Access and Entra Private Access coming into the play on that side of things. So we'll like We'll see where all this falls out. For now, it's just a big renaming exercise. The things that you wanted to be renamed probably all weren't renamed, and a bunch of them weren't renamed the right way. <laughs> yeah, these new services are interesting. We'll have to do another episode talking about those. I, You can sign up for the preview of these. So if you're listening and you want to play with it before we talk about it, you can sign up for this Microsoft Entra Internet Access and Microsoft Entra Private Access. I can see where this could solve some challenges are some things that I've had customers ask about before. But yeah, I think maybe going over these will be another episode. Yeah. And to be clear, like you can solve these things with other products that are in the market today. This is just kind of Microsoft coming in and doing the the first party play thing and having the extensions built out where they need to have them built out and ready to go. Yep. 100%. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I feel like we've hit some of the most of the high points. I'm flipping through my tabs. Yeah, I think that's it. Like if if I was going to like if you're just like looking for like the TLDR for all of this, what you want to do, I think is go watch the John Saffle video. Like he does a very good job just explaining like in 3 or 4 minutes, hey, 
here's what you need to know. And then go read the article that'll be in the show notes, which is titled New Name for Azure Active Directory. Like start with those two things, and that gives you like more than the broad strokes about what's going on and doesn't get you mired down with what's the new stuff, what's like not new, but maybe it's changing a little bit, like all, all, all that kind of all that kind of thing. And then pour one out for whoever has to accept the PR on this commit. <laughs> like when they do this massive find and replace for 144,000 articles. <laughs> we'll see what yes. happens. <laughs> and I will say as much grief as we give them, I don't think the rename is necessarily bad. I wish it would have been done much, much longer ago. And the nice thing is, is like you said, it's it's a rename. As customers, you're not going to have to go out and go change a bunch of stuff, fix a bunch of stuff. Stuff's not getting deprecated. You don't need to go rewrite PowerShell modules unless you're still running on Azure AD, in which case you have to write them for the Microsoft Graph. But that's completely separate topic unrelated to this. <laughs> that's outside of this one. Yeah, I would say that's the nice thing about this. Well, it's a massive lift from a rename perspective, from an end user customer perspective, just keep doing what you're doing and figure out where all your settings are in the entry portal. I wore my shirt today. It says, don't rush me. I'm waiting for the last minute. Like That's what the <laughs> marketing team did here <laughs> when they pushed this one out. Like, Should have happened years ago. Yes. I think everybody like generally feels that way. Like It's always been kind of confusing. The, the problem is, is we all got used to it being confusing, and now it's going to be confusing again for a while. Right. And it's just fun to troll Microsoft on Twitter when they do things like this and rename products, because... <laughs> What else are nerds going to do in their free time? We all need hobbies, you know. But with that, we should probably wrap it up. I don't know exactly how long we've been going for. Theoretically, something between 30 and 40 minutes. We'll see. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Scott. It was interesting now to go figure out where everything is and go see if we can troll more people on Twitter. All right. Or Mastodon. Or Threads. Or or Blue Sky. Yeah, we should talk. I'm on Threads. You're on Threads. If anybody's on Threads... Come join us on threads. All the socials, yeah. We'll, we'll get it sorted. But I think the Instagram account, or our Instagram, the podcast is on threads too. I did create a... But I will say that's going to be a little harder to share that handle. I don't know that I can... Well, could you? I guess if you logged into Instagram with the podcast account, you should be able to get to threads with the podcast account. We'll see. Yeah. We'll get it all sorted. All right. Next week, we're going to try and bring a guest on. So that'll be fun. We'll see if we can pull yes. that one off. And then everybody in the chat is giving me all this homework to go out and find some other guests around some other topical areas too. I will take that one on and see if I can go uh, con some other PMs at Microsoft into hopping on and chatting with us. There you go. Yeah, next week, maybe Entra Part 2 from A Secret Guest. Suspenseful. (laughs) There you go. All right, (laughs) we'll leave it at that. Thanks, Ben. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Scott. We'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed the podcast, go leave us a five-star rating in iTunes. It helps to get the word out so more IT pros can learn about Office 365 and Azure. If you have any questions you want us to address on the show or feedback about the show, feel free to reach out via our website, Twitter, or Facebook. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.